You're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. Shed Some Light, episode 176, coming to you on a Friday. It's going to be a quick one. We're getting straight down to business, jumping into some sports talk. Notre Dame's Blake Wesley goes 25th to the San Antonio Spurs. Better than I expected. Not bad. I still, I'm, I'm very happy for him. I'm glad that he got drafted. Do I think he could have been a top 15 to maybe top 10 pick if he stayed another year? Yes. Yeah. Um... It's one of those things where it's tough because, like, do you stay another year in college and try to bulk up, or do you just go to the NBA and try to bulk up as well? Right. right. So it's like, I don't know, fucking six of one, half a dozen of another. But I would have, like, selfishly, I think I would have liked him to stay. But at the same time, like, go get yours. So Agreed. It is what it is. Um, I'm happy for him. It'll be cool. I think San Antonio is, like, a good, like, kind of place for him. The the, uh, the fundamental capital of the NBA. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, I don't really think the... It's like DeJounte Murray, and that's about it for guards in San Antonio. Right, right. It's not like you have, like, a ton of guards in front of you that you yeah. got beat out or that you know you're coming off the... Like, he's obviously going to come off the bench, but it's not as deep of a guard roster as other other teams. So, right. good for him. Yep, yep. Jaden Ivey goes five. Another South Bend kid goes to five to Detroit. Detroit. It's Him weird. Cade Cunningham. Yeah. Sheesh. It's weird seeing people that like grew up in your city and that you know right. go in the draft. Right. It's like, ooh, that's weird. Yeah. Like uh, Northern Indiana is not the uh, most athletic place in the world, so there haven't been a lot of people coming out of Northern Indiana that are like going to be good in professional sports. So it's weird. Seeing like Jaden Ivey go yeah. and and Blake go, right? Which is cool, right? Yeah. I like it. Uh, something not cool. Notre Dame baseball. Well, wait, still talking about the draft. Let's talk about the Bulls. Okay, got the kid from Arizona, Dalen Terry. I I don't hate this. I think it wasn't a flashy pick. Like it wasn't like a ooh, like this kid's putting up some numbers in college. Yeah. But it was like kind of exactly what you needed. Well. Yes, but what I've also heard is rumors around that he is just going to be... We picked him to include in a trade package. That's fine. Like I said, I I think he is a smaller, more athletic version of Patrick Williams. The comp that I heard, I forget where I heard it, was uh, Draymond Green. Yeah, that's a little bit less big. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's always funny player comps at like the nba draft and like the nfl draft are hilarious yeah because it's always like this guy player comp tracy mcgrady oh it's a, oh one of the best shooting guards of all time that's your player comp right. yeah fucking doubt it dude <laughs> but it also is like what if they just did it like the other way and they were just like i don't know very average middle of the road guy yeah like Otto porter yeah, i don't know he's just kind of there right right <laughs> that'd be pretty funny too i wouldn't mind that yeah 
I would. I want them to have to continue doing player comps all the way through the end of the draft. I mean, it is only like two rounds. I'm saying, like, even if they did it, like, for the NFL, like oh. the last guy on like the fourth day, yeah, like this guy equate his player comp is. They should. They should have to revisit player comps they did in the past. Hold people accountable. Yeah, like they should be like it should be like a five year anniversary. Yeah, like every like. So for this draft, it would have been like back in like 2017. They would have went back through the draft and like in 2017, so and so was picked first, and here's the player comp that so and so gave him. It's like let's see if it panned out or not. Right, right. All right, good on the draft talk. Yeah. Shout out to all the teams who who drafted. Drafted. Good for you guys. Way to go. Way to go. Except the Knicks. I think the Knicks were the only team that may have fucked it up last night. Dude, did you see their picks? They basically like traded away a bunch of first round picks for just a bunch of future first round picks, but did it in like nineteen different steps. It was like, dude, you guys just made that way yeah. more complicated than That's, it needed to be. I'm telling you, dude, if you could just trade away problems for yourself to deal with in the future, that's like coming into a test unprepared. It's like, hey, teacher, like, I don't, check. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to trade in this so I can take this test like four years from now. Yeah, rain check it. <laughs> That'd be kind of nice. Kind of nice. All right, moving on. I do want to talk uh, real quick on Notre Dame baseball. Got through three games of the College World Series, and Link Jarrett's gone. Yep, that was quick. Yep, quick turnaround. As predicted, as expected, Jarrett's going back down to Florida State, where he's from, his family lives, where he played his college ball. So wish him the best, but uh, also kind of wish he would have just stuck around Notre Dame. Yeah, wish him the best until he plays Notre Dame. Then fuck you, Link <laughs> Jarrett. But also thank you. Now nah, he was he was a great coach. Yeah. How is he? He's pretty young, isn't he? I mean, like relatively speaking, he's no Tony Violi or whatever that guy's name is from Tennessee. I don't know what his uh, age is, but I would assume he's. Yeah. I think he's a younger coach. Like I don't think he. Like coached a bunch of big name programs before coming to Notre Dame. I think this was like a stepping stone. He's uh fifty. That's not bad for a manager. Yeah, it's a sweet name too, Link. Yeah, big time. Speaking of sweet names, real quick, jumping off topic here. Did you see Luke and uh, Nicole Combs had their baby? Hmm. His name Tex. Tex Combs. Okay, see, I like the name Tex, especially coming from Luke Combs, because Tex, you can't be small and named Tex. Right. Like, it goes, like, the name flows, Big Tex. Tex Lawrence Combs. Tex Combs, though, I don't know why, it just doesn't flow for me. It, uh, it, it's a baseball name in my mind. Tex Combs sounds like, like, all, like, it's all one word. Texacombs. Like Texacombs. Like like the gas station. Yeah. Like it just it's too similar to that where I can't get it out of my head. I like it. I like it. Also, like I Luke said, Combs, I like I like the name Tex. Agreed. Luke Combs dropped an album today, so everyone go listen to it. It's sweet. And drink Miller Light. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Um last sports topic that I had. I'm I'm sure you want to talk a little bit of White Sox. I did have one quick um Notre Dame football note. I am uh relatively heavily invested in the Notre Dame message boards and all that kind of stuff uh evidently the michigan message boards are like struggling to find more than seven wins on notre dame's schedule this year and are saying that we're going to lose all of our recruits because of poor on-field performance 
I mean, it's that's Banana Land's coming from Michigan. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I'll, are I'll, you looking at the same schedule that we are? I will take that heat from schools like Ohio State, from Alabama, from Georgia, from Clemson. I'll I'll take the heat. Not I, I'm not saying that I'll agree with it, but I'll take it. From Michigan, I will not take that heat. The school who has who who everybody's like, oh, Notre Dame never you know shows up. Michigan never shows up in big games because they're never in big games. So from a school who constantly underperforms, it's insane to be talking shit. Also, if you look at Notre Dame's schedule, there are three good teams and nine shitbag teams. So what are the other two games that they say that we're losing? I, I think it's it's Ohio State, Clemson, and USC. Right. And USC still is like they have all the flashy players, but they don't have the big yeah, men inside. Exactly. And even Clemson. Like you, you got a rebound, but they were trash last year too. I think they'll be pretty good this year. Let's see. But like, again, seven and five, seven and five. This is this is the uh, Michigan message boards. Uh, like when you know you're beat in a fight, and you're like, "Well, fucking, you're dude, well, you're fat, so <laughs> fuck you, dude." It's like, uh, okay, nice. We weren't debating that, but thank you. It's like yeah. they're just grasping at straws, being like, "How can we piss off Notre Dame fans?" I think, dude. I mean, I think nine and three is the floor of this upcoming Notre Dame football season. Eight and four is a disappointment. I don't mm-hmm. see going any lower than that. Oh, definitely, no shot. I just—it's one of those things where, like, this is the first year in a while where, like, I feel like, regardless, and not this is not to discredit Freeman, but like, regardless of coaching, we can win games on talent alone. But we also. Like, I will give Brian Kelly credit. He was very good at beating the teams he was supposed to beat. Yes. And Sometimes. There are more times than not. Like, 95% of the yeah. time. But you you know what he was? And this is, this is going to be a wild analogy, but, like, I know that, like, you and other White Sox fans will get this. Brian Kelly was the Alex Colomay of... <laughs> of of college football where like he would come in and he'd get the job done but you'd have a fucking heart attack every time you were watching that game where it's like he, he beats all the teams but then there are some games where you're like what the fuck dude what what are we doing ball state what is that 2018 toledo last year yeah. uh, the first nine games of last season like he beats the team sure but they, you're fucking you're losing years off your life because of it right so i don't know first time first year head coach we'll see if he's able to take care of the same sort of business i mean what are what are the michigan message boards saying about their recruiting cycle <laughs> i didn't look into any of that i mean they got to be shit in their pants yeah, no have to be that uh, that's that i feel like that is what this is they're trying to justify why they're losing recruits, and they're going to be like, "No, no, no!" But we're going to get them back, and they're like, "Well, how?" He's like, "Well, fucking Notre Dame's going to go seven and five, and and then everyone's going to decommit, and we're going to get them all." It's like, uh, probably strategy. probably not, but that's not <laughs> what it. That's like banking on being like, "So, do you have a job?" It's like, "No." Well, what are you doing? I'm probably going to win the lottery, so you know. I'm just waiting until Dale gets fired, and then I'm guaranteed to have his yeah, position. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if that's the correct strategy. 
But all right, sure. Go go for it, Michigan fans. There you go. There you go. I can just see like a Michigan fan fucking like, dude, you know he's smashing his keyboard as he's writing that. Notre Dame is going seven and five, <laughs> and we're going to get their fucking recruits after they leave. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Any White Sox talk you want to get to? Yeah. I mean, we haven't talked about the Blue Jays series. We got two and three against the Blue Jays. Um, probably could have gone three for three. Yep. Uh, Gio needs to figure it the fuck out. That's my takeaway from that entire series. Gio needs to figure it the fuck out because right now in a seven-game playoff series, he is not getting a start. Which is wild to say after the praises that we have been singing for him for yes. years now. Yes, and th- I, I don't want this to come off as like I hate Gio because I don't. I love him. But, like, if you look at the last five starts that he has, he's got, like, what, an eight ERA? Yeah. He's lost all command. And when you're a four-seam fastball change-up pitcher primarily and you only really have two pitches, like, he throws in a slider every once in a while, but, like, doesn't have a two-seam, doesn't have a curveball, like, doesn't really have a curveball. If you can't locate your fastball... And you can't look if you can't look at your changeup. Sorry, where you want it, then every batter is just sitting fastball. Right. And it's like, okay, he's only going to throw me two pitches. He clearly can't throw a changeup in the strike zone right now. So like, I'm just going to sit on the fastball. Yeah. And that's what everybody is doing. They're yeah. sitting on fastballs. They're taking a walk because he's not going to throw. He hasn't been throwing changeups for strikes. And then they just fucking sit on fastball and hit home runs off him. So he's got to figure it out, or else. Or else. I don't know. Yeah, it's fucking. And I think I think he will. I know I do he too. will. I yeah, know he's he will. a veteran. I, yeah, I have confidence in him. But like, it has been absolutely fucking brutal to watch his last couple of starts. Agreed. Kopech and Cease, different story. How the fuck you doing? Big time. These guys wheeling and dealing. Uh, offense besides the first game of Baltimore on Thursday night looked a lot better. Yep. Um. I don't really understand. The one thing I uh, everybody's getting hurt too. Yeah, Danny Mendick tears his ACL. Yeah. I'm I just I love Danny Mendick. Yeah, me too. Uh, he's the best. Yeah. So I, it sucks for him. Um, uh, Adam Angles on the ten day with a hamstring. Tony Lucia again has found another way to piss me off with the whole Luis Robert thing that happened on Wednesday. I what I don't understand with that is. Luis Roberts gets taken out of the game on Wednesday, and they say he's got left leg soreness or whatever the fuck it was. And Larusa comes out in the post game and is like, "Yeah, his leg's a little sore, but he'll he'll play tomorrow, right?" You don't have to say that he's going to play tomorrow, right? All you got to say is his leg's sore. His leg's sore. We're going day to day, right? That's it. He goes out there and says he's playing tomorrow. Then guess what? He doesn't do. Plays the next day. He sits him and now it's like everyone's like freaking the fuck out because it's like well why would he say that yep for someone who's supposed to be like a veteran manager he sure is a fucking idiot i agree. like just don't don't say dumb shit like that you don't gotta promise anything yeah just be like hey who knows keep it all behind closed doors um and then the boy lennon lennon sosa the best Sosa to ever play in Chicago. Mark it down, people. 
<laughs> the 22-year-old second baseman skipping double A, making his White Sox debut, played, came in in the Baltimore game, had two at-bats, walk, nine-pitch walk at a boy, uh, and then a strikeout in his first at-bat because he was, you know, shit in the bed. He, his first at-bat, dude, he was just swinging dude, out of his He shoes. has. I thought his cleats were going to stay in the batter's box and he was going to, like, propel into the sky. He has a violent swing. Like... When he's swinging, he's swinging for nothing but a home run. Yeah. Every single time, and I fucking love it, dude. Yeah. Like, he's bat- he was batting, what, 331 in double A with, like, 14 home runs? Correct. Fuck it, dude. Why not? Let it fly. By the way, can I call my shot? If he plays today? Sure. Friday? We're going to see his first home run. Absolute Nuki McFucking Dukerton to left field. Okay. Just okay. a just a piss missile too. Here's here's my pick for the people. If you listen to this before the White Sox game, it's uh I'm calling it I'm still workshopping the name, but something about like the Notre Dame connection. Trey Mancini and AJ Pollock both to record at least one hit plus a hundred. You can bet that nowhere. Um but Yeah you can. Oh. Is it a thing? Yeah. Okay. But I'm just naming it the AJ or okay. the, the ND connection. Well, uh, I'm going to not bet that because I don't want Trey Mancini to get a hit. I understand that. Uh, so, no. I, I'll just say the better half of Notre Dame, <laughs> AJ Pollock. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. The fucking. And it goes back to Geo, too. And it, it ties into the first game of the Baltimore series where. This team is, and I've said this before, this team is so frustrating to watch because, like, it's one thing if you know your team is bad and they go out there and they suck. Right. But it's so infuriating to know how talented this team is and have them constantly un- have them constantly underperform. Yeah. Like, it is infuriating to see. Like, it, it's with every time I watch Geo pitch. It's like, I know he's better than this. But at some point, like, yeah, I look yourself in the mirror and be like, fucking, are we really that good? I feel like this is what parenting is like. <laughs> just <laughs> watching just like, your children constantly like, underperform? No, you know that your kid is better than that, but he still just makes dumb mistakes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> until he, so that's, until that's he grows a wild, up. That's a wild way to think about it. Until but. he grows up and then, boom, wins the World Series. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I... I I don't know. It just is, like I said, it's just, at the end of the day, it is infuriating. I feel like that's the best way to describe it. Couldn't have said it better myself. I, like, no, like, jokes aside, I think this White Sox team, 2022-2023 White Sox team, has taken several months, if not a year, off my life. I was going to say it might be the most, well, I'm not, I, we don't know how the rest of the season is going to play out, but it might be the most talented, like top to bottom roster, mm. to only get X amount of wins at the end of the season, whatever yep. that X comes out to be. If you go down like position by position, pitching staff, like it is just grade. I would say like B players and above. Yeah, and B is like on the low end. Yeah, like they're all great. Yeah. And they, we just, no, no one can put it together. I don't know. 
you know you know who's probably fucking you know what i was just thinking of so i was thinking of like man like you know like you said we're all like b it's everybody's like a b or above um and we're just not doing well so a lot of people are like talking about trade we talked about trading for jazz mm-hmm. um you know who's probably rooting for Lennon sosa harder than anybody else eloy oh yeah because eloy eloy right now is on the fucking trade block and if Lennon Sosa comes up and just hits the piss out of the ball for a couple games, people are going to be like, all right, never mind. We won't trade for Jazz. We'll right. let Lennon Sosa rock. Right. And Eloy's like, fuck yeah, I'm not getting traded. So Eloy's probably the biggest Lennon Sosa fan of all time at the moment. But again, I would still like to have Jazz. Because I would like to just sit there and say, you like Jazz every time he hits a home run? <laughs> and then play some fucking Blues Brothers. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Some jazz music. There you go. <clears throat> Jazz right. Chisholm is so swaggy. Talk about a fucking Sweet sick name. name. Yeah. Sweet name. Dude, Jazz Chisholm. Sounds like a guy who snaps everywhere he walks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hey, how you doing, Jazz here? All right. Any other sports talk? Not that I can think of. Okay. I got a couple dumb thoughts. You have any? I just got like a question. All right. Let's hear it real quick. Uh, do you have a like song or something that like... Every time you hear it, you think of one particular thing. Yeah. What's your song? What's your thing? Well, I can't, I don't know it off the top of my head. Nice. So, no. <laughs> but yes. What's yours? I'll uh, tell you mine once I think so of I it. So, I heard this at the, I heard the song at the gym the other day, and it's, it's a specific video. So, it's All the Lights by Kanye. Oh, yeah. And it's to the D-Rose, Too Big, Too Fast, Too Strong YouTube highlight mix of him. Okay, It's okay. the greatest video I've ever seen. It's just fucking D-Rose crossing the fuck out of people, yamming on people, having the commentators in the background. It's the best hype video I think I've ever seen. <laughs> it's fucking, dude, I'll go back. i still watch it. I'll be like, dude, 2022, this was like 2014 or 2013 when he was a rookie or whatever. And I'm still back there being like, this is this is sick. This is sick. Uh, let me think here. So 20- I'd give I'd give my ACL for Derrick Rose not to tear his. Yep. Straight up. I'll do eight months of rehab if that means Derrick Rose didn't have to tear his ACL. Agreed. Prime Agreed. D Rose was elite. Um, okay, so I got I got a couple that come to mind. 2012 by Jason Derulo and Nicki Minaj takes me back to high school. Okay. I mean, that's a pretty broad take you back. Yeah. Just high school in general. Um, Air Force Ones by Nelly. Takes me back to like mom's minivan. Uh, Takes me back to the the bowling alley up at our lake house because I played it there on the music machine. Stomping in my Air Force Ones. (laughs) Just bumping that in the bowling alley back in the day. In, in fucking rural Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are the two that come to the top of my mind. I know that there's more, though. I know that there's more. Yeah, I was just thinking that the other day. Because, like, dude, I, like, I could probably give you, like, close my eyes. I could commentate that video of Derrick Rose for you. Like, what the commentators are saying, what play is going on right now, I could tell you it. Yeah. Like, I was... It came on the other day, like I said, at the gym, and I was literally like, I was going through Derrick Rose's like acceptance speech for when he got the MVP trophy, because that was how it starts, 
He's like, why? Why not me? Why can't it be me? And I was like, fucking chills, dude. <laughs> I love Derrick Rose. That's awesome. That's awesome. Speaking of songs, though, uh, everyone go check out Unreleased Song by Drew Green. It's check, not, check it out. <laughs> it's not titled right now, but I'm titling it Miller Light of Mine. Look it up on YouTube. It's only a, like a minute-long video. It's a short right now. You just have to go to his page. You yeah. can't look up the title of the song. Oh, I did. I did. I did, and it didn't show up. Oh. There you go. Um, my one dumb thought for the people out there, something that I want to get everyone's opinion on, on non-Mac laptops, mm-hmm. the one I got right in front of me now. Are you going to talk about the little ball this in the middle? That thing fucking thing sucks, dude. That is in between the G, the B, and the H. Why, Why is that dude, there? I'm, I'm so... Couldn't agree more. Who uses it's, that? Sometimes it's red. I feel like a lot of times it's red. Yeah. You know, fucking that... Dude, that thing sucks so much ass. It's the most inefficient way that you can use a mouse on a laptop. Because, like, you can't roll it. You have to, like... You have it's to just, like, leaning. down... You just have to like lean your finger, and it it never goes to where you want it to go. Dude, it always shoots way too far. I couldn't agree more. That thing sucks. So why so much? Why ass. do they keep putting that on there? What is the purpose of it? I don't know. I I legitimately couldn't tell you. Someone who's smart with computers, PT. What is why? Why are these things on here? Because there's no like there's no like real programs. That like would benefit from having that, that like a, a that that a Mac doesn't have. You right, know? Mac's got it right. They just took it straight out. Everyone uses. You're either going to use your little trackpad at the bottom or a plug-in mouse. Mm-hmm. No one needs this little dot thing. What if it was like they just like signed a contract with a dot company, and it, like the contract runs through like 2040? Well, the only thing that came to my mind was what if it's for people who are blind, but. It still wouldn't help. You couldn't see the screen. Right. But that's also what the little... The F and the J, K. The, the little dot things on the F and the J are for. Yeah. Like little raised bumps. So just take this mouse thing off. I'm I'm very much in on that. I thought about it for years, but I've just never said anything about it because I don't have a computer that has one of those. But I think about it all the time. I'm like, this thing fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. Dumb. Dumb. All right. Well, that is where we are wrapping up Shed Some Light episode 176. Thank you all for listening. Sorry it was a short one, but we'll be back next time. And in the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.